Hi everyone, good morning or good evening, depending on when you are listening to this particular podcast. I hope you've all had a fab day or have a great day ready lined up for you. So on this podcast, there's a couple of things I'm going to be talking about. The first one is, did you catch our webinar? So Monday the 13th of May, we had our webinar today, hosted by James himself, and it was on reports on the hub. We had instant feedback, literally within the space of five minutes of the webinar ending of how great it was and how people found it really, really useful. So I really, really recommend we always record our webinars afterwards and then we show them to you. So this particular webinar on the hub is available now on our blog. Um, So if you go to saloniq.com forward slash blog, you'll be able to see that webinar. Now, why have we done a webinar on the hub, um, on reports? Mainly because we at Salon IQ offer so many different reports, uh, depending on what area of the business you want to look at. So whether that be on the salon overall, um, on services or retail, we have that available. Um, or perhaps you want to look at your team members individually. Um, maybe their rebookings, their utilisation, their retention. All of it is available on the hub, on the reports. Again, you've got pricing overrides. Now, that is a really, really interesting one. So obviously, we all have our set prices in Salon IQ, but you will be surprised if you haven't run the override report before, do it. Do it now. You can customise the dates. You can select weekly, monthly, yearly, or choose whatever date you want. And if you haven't ever focused or looked at your override report, you may see that the report is particularly long and it will be due to people changing the prices at checkout. Obviously, there is a security setting on this. So if you have it um, so that anyone in your team can change prices at checkout, then you'll see that your price override report could be longer than normal. Um, If you have it set so that nobody can price override other than yourself, salon owner, salon manager, um, then you may find this report nice and short, but it's definitely one to have a look at. You have a price override for each team and the totals. We actually did this report ourselves in our salon for a new team member. I think I might have touched on this actually in another podcast previous a few weeks ago and we did this and in just in one month his first month of being with us he had um overridden prices um on a number of different services because he was bringing basically clients over from another salon to us and his prices set with us were slightly higher than what he was originally charging um and he was overriding them at checkout, or the receptionist was overriding them at checkout. And it worked out about £650. So we could see that was £650 he was out from hitting his target. So if he'd done £650, he would have, you know, that would have been an extra, you know, quite a bit of money more that he'd taken in that particular month. So yes, have a look at the webinar, saloniq.com forward slash blog. There is a search box there. You can type in um, reports on the hub or webinar, and it will show all the, all the webinar blog posts that we have on there. What else has happened today? Um, I'm always looking at the averages and figures. And um, so when I say averages, I mean, we have a, basically an area where we can do some calculations, look at some statistics and see basically what's going on with all the salons that use Salon IQ. I always find figures really, really fascinating. And I know that there are quite a few out there because you do request them yourself personally. Um, you know, Sam, can I have this? Can I see that? I want to know how I compare to other salons on this area. I'm mean, more than happy to do that for you because we know, you know that particular figure you're focusing on will help you in that area in your salon. 
So the one figure that I've come up with today, very, very interesting. We have calculated um, from all the Salon IQ users that you need roughly 12% new clients every single week to sustain your your current client number. So I'll just try and explain that again. So to keep yourself at the same level um, of revenue or the same number of clients over a period of time, you need an average 12% new clients. Why 12% new clients to stay at the same level? Because if you think people are coming in less, so you're not seeing them as much, you're not getting their um, their money as often in your till. Clients leave. Clients go elsewhere. Clients will perhaps miss their colour appointment and go somewhere else. Or they're on holiday. Or they've moved, so they're not in the area anymore, so they can't come to you. There are so many reasons why a client might not come back to you time and time and time and time again. Um, maybe they weren't happy, so they've gone somewhere else. Uh, maybe you didn't return their call or their email. So 12% new clients is needed to sustain your current client numbers, which seems really, really scary. If it does, don't panic. We are here. We have lots of things in place. We have tried and tested lots of things. Obviously, we know we speak to you, so we know what some of you guys are doing to get those new clients in. We have the amazing gas, which is our um, automated IQ sender friend system. And I will be touching on gas a little bit more in tomorrow's podcast. We have some salons saying, does it work? Or it doesn't work for me. I can't see the figures. If you actually look at the gas dashboard, it does work. It really does. But there's a process and a system that you have to put in place in your salon to make it work. You know, it's very similar to if you give someone a recipe book and you tell them to follow the recipe on page 42. You give them the exact same ingredients. You probably won't get the exact same outcome. It would always be slightly different. Okay, so if you need to follow it exactly as it says on the recipe. So our recipe for gas will be out tomorrow. And that will, um, hopefully you can go back into the salon, have a look and see how your, you know, how your processing is for, for gas. And maybe tweak it if you need to. What else has happened today? Oh yeah, one other thing I will quickly just mention in this podcast so I've been changing my, I had an upgrade on my phone. So I ordered a phone, um, I'm on iPhone. Yes, I'm an Apple sucker, Apple fan. Um, and I ordered the, um, the new iPhone. Oh my goodness. It's like that. I have to put it on a video actually. I don't know if you've ever seen it. There's a YouTube video where a guy goes into a phone shop and they try and upgrade him and upsell him all these weird things. And it's literally one sentence is, would you like to... Ha-? I don't know. I'm not going to say it. I'll try and find the YouTube video. And if anyone wants it, um, email me, sam at saloniq.com, and I'll send it over to you. It's just hilarious. Anyway, I ordered my phone um, a couple of weeks ago. It took about 10 days to arrive, which is a bit annoying because it wasn't anything special. I hadn't upgraded or anything. It was just a standard iPhone. And it arrived last Wednesday, got it all uploaded, backed everything up, made sure I could get into my emails, had to reset some of my passwords, couldn't get into some of my banking apps. Oh, it was just a headache. Anyway, got it all sorted by yesterday, the weekend. So that was Sunday. Halfway through using it yesterday, and it cuts out. And I think, okay, fine, just breathe, Sam. You know how to restart. You know, you press like, the volume button up, down, then the power and then it reboot itself, that didn't work, so my other half, he's googling it on his phone, because you know what, when you haven't got your phone, you just panic, it's so bad, I feel, I feel a bit let down with myself actually, that I ended up not having my phone all day yesterday, I was in London yesterday, 
um, on the Sunday. And I, I kept going to check my phone, but I couldn't turn it on. It was just completely dead. You know, I put it on charge and it wouldn't even recognise the, the charge, you know, once the charge was plugged in. So I was panicking like mad. Anyway, I went back into Carphone Warehouse today, um, told them it wasn't working, went to Apple. They did a test and they said, look, if we can't, if this test doesn't come back very good, it means the iPhone really is not going to turn back on again. So we recommend you go to Carphone Warehouse, tell them that you purchased it from them and um, they'll replace it for you. Any problems, come back, but just tell them that Apple have run their test and it's come back failed. So I went to Carphone Warehouse. One of them completely avoided me. There was two of them in there. The shop was empty. There was nobody else in there. So I walked in with a really nice warm smile um, and just said, hi, I've just um, I purchased an iPhone from you. It arrived last week on Wednesday. I've got everything on there and now it just won't turn or it won't do anything. He looked at me with a blank face. So, right, okay, this is um, going to be a little bit tricky. Um, and he said, okay. I said, I've taken it to Apple. They've done a test, that they've done their test on it um, and it won't go on. They said, you know, you might be able to replace it or have a look at it for me as I'm in, I'm in within my 14 days of purchasing it. So we went over to the back of the shop, over to the counter. He took my... Um, he took the, the phone, the the new phone, put in my telephone number. He said, oh, it's, it's in your... Um, it's in your husband's name, isn't it? I said, no, it's not. He said, no, I can see it's in your husband's name, so I can't do it with you. I said, well, I don't have a husband, um, and it's definitely in my name because I, I purchased it, and it's only really me that it can be. Um, he said, right, okay, okay, okay. He said, well, give me your mobile number again and your postcode. I was like, right, okay. He said, oh, and Apple said you ran a test. I said, yeah, yeah, they, ran, they said they ran their test, um, and it, it didn't do anything, so... I need to bring it back. The phone was completely dead. I said, if you need more information about the test, I can always run back over to Apple for you, find out what that test was and come back. And he didn't say anything. And I said, did you want me to run over to Apple and find out what that test was? He said, well, I do need information, to, you know. I, I don't just know what a test is, do I? I said, oh, I'm really sorry. I said, let me just go now and um, run back over to Apple and find out what that test is. So I ran back over to Apple um, to find out what that test was. And I thought, you know what? This is just crazy customer service. If it was me in their shoes, and I'm not saying I'm the best and I'm perfect because I'm absolutely not. By far, I'm not. Um, but I thought, gosh, you know, if a car phone warehouse, there's nobody in here. I'm not surprised there's nobody in here, you know? So I went back over to Apple, went back to car phone warehouse, told them what the test was, and his computer wasn't working. He said, oh, I don't know if it's the computer or internet connection. It's just always really slow. I was thinking, right, okay, no problem. So I was there for a while. Anyway, long story short, he processed it all through. He could see the phone wasn't going to work. He reordered me a new one. He said, okay, I've ordered it for you. I said, like, right, okay, lovely. I said, um, when will it be in? Do I get a notification or an email or text? He went, no, nah, we don't do that. I thought, gosh, you know, I'm at car phone warehouse. I thought I, thought I would. I said, okay. Well, I said, well, do you have a store number that I could maybe call you on in the next couple of days? Uh, well, we've got a, a store number but we've, and we've got a telephone, but it doesn't work. Oh, I don't, right, okay, all right. I said, so what shall I do? Shall I just pop in tomorrow or th or Wednesday or Thursday? He said, yeah, yeah, you can pop in. And by that point, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go now. You've ordered my phone, fingers crossed. I've had no confirmation that he has actually ordered it. And actually, talking about this now, I don't even have... Oh, gosh. I'm literally just thinking about this as I'm talking through this podcast. So he's got my new phone. I have no receipt that he's ordered this new phone for me. So I have no proof at all. Oh, blimey. Well, there we go. That could be a lesson learned. I'll have to update you on that to whether or not I do get my new phone. 
or whether I need proof of purchase or something. Blimey. See? It's good reason to do these podcasts, isn't it? Right, so that's my car phone warehouse one. Customer service is always a must. Car phone warehouse need more customer service um, training. We have um, our next webinar on Monday the 3rd of June. This is going to be on hub dashboards. I absolutely love the dashboards on the hub. They are so good. Yes, I'm excited. I don't care. They are brilliant. If you haven't used them already, have a little play around before the webinar. The webinar is on Monday the 3rd of June at 9.30. If you're already a Salon IQ user, you will um, see a link um, on your login on Salon IQ. As you log in, there'll be a link. Click there, register, and you'll get a notification when the webinar starts. If you're already on the hub and you're happy to go ahead, have a little look at the dashboards. There's toggle charts and toggle stats. Get yourself on there. I'm going to end it now because I've gone on loads about my ordering my new Apple and getting it replaced. Fingers crossed for me, guys, that I can pick up my new iPhone with no confirmation that they're going to replace it for me. Anyway, have a great morning. Have a great afternoon. Have a great evening whenever you're listening to this.